Welcome to the Mormon Medium Podcast, where we'll talk about spirituality, the paranormal, religion, and my journey in becoming a Mormon medium. I'm Nanette Ride. Thanks for listening. Now let's go have some fun. Don't be afraid. Welcome to the Mormon Medium Podcast. We are your hosts, Brad and Nan, and today we have an awesome supermoon, and we're going to talk about some moon magic and what you should do on a supermoon, or even a full moon, right? Yeah, I'm excited about uh, the whole magic concept. Oh. <laughs> now let's talk magic. Let's talk magic. And let's talk uh, the difference between a balance and a reading. That's a really important one, because... It seems like a lot of people are contacting you and asking, hey, do I need a psychic medium reading? Do I need an energy balance? Do I need shamanic work? And I think this is a really good opportunity today to talk about the differences between those three things. Absolutely. Especially on a full moon, right? <laughs> Lots of yeah. work to be done. So on a full moon, you might feel a little bit antsy. The moon has a lot of really strong energy. This is where you will want to like rinse your crystals and put them out in the moon and let them recharge. But if you are a super sensitive person or downright psychic, you might be feeling a little bit annoyed or sensitive or confused or lacking patience <laughs> or kind of out of sorts. A flu moon can kind of do Have that. Have you been too. out of patience lately? Me? Yeah, I think you've done really well with me. I've done really well. I don't think you have very many patients. No, I thought I've been doing good too. <laughs> wow. You know. Wait, what did I do? Now I, now I want to know what I did that, <laughs> that made you go, wait, no, you, you've not been very patient. What did I do? No, I think that you um, are, have been kind of all over the board. I think you need a balance. Hmm. Is there a balance for that? There's a balance for everything, baby. <laughs> There's a balance for that. I just need to get you to stop working on our, our floor downstairs long enough to actually get a balance. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> you know, I think you're right, though. I think I have been a little on edge, and I've noticed it, especially at work. I'll get emails or correspondence, and some of the things that are coming across, I'm just annoyed with, where... It would never be like that typically. So maybe it is something to do with this. I think Mercury's in retrograde too or something, right? Uh, actually, quite a few of the planets are in retrograde right now. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of all lined up. So it's kind of natural right now, especially with the supermoon, to um, kind of feel a little bit off, a little irritated, like also having things reemerge of lessons you thought were learned they keep rolling around, you know, lots hmm. of triggers, things like that. So this is a time period where we are relearning lessons? Yeah, this this crazy energy is having us relearn things so that we can release things that no longer serve us. We need to start showing up for ourselves. It's super important right now. If you're feeling overwhelmed or off, it just means that you have some psychic abilities or you're super sensitive. And the super moon is 
pushing you into this kind of energy. It's kind of cool. Well, but everyone has psychic abilities to some extent or another, right? To some point. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel like that, but you know what? People that are healed or people that are awake yet (laughs) may not have any of these issues. So it just depends on where you're at in your journey. Got it. So when you say awake, so help me understand what you mean by that. People that know that they're on a spiritual path of healing and they're trying to grasp hold of all of their gifts and learn about themselves and even learn about their darkness. Um, that's really hard. Yeah, we journey, talked about right? <laughs> we talked about shadow work and some of those healing factors. Right. It can definitely be tough. And to have to relearn some of the lessons that we've already experienced. Wow, I guess that would be we just didn't get the point and so we have to learn them again. Yeah. Or you're just being tested. I always like to say that it's my spirit guide or your spirit guide um, with this little checklist and is like, okay, you want to sign up to learn this. And so we're going to keep learning it until we know you've done it. And maybe you mastered it. And now we're going to retest you to make sure it doesn't bother you anymore type of thing. So I think everybody kind of goes through that once they've mastered something. One of mine is, is patience. And I used to be so impatient. Like I just wanted to learn stuff right now, get it over with. And spirit over the last nine years has taught me a lot of patience. And I kind of, for the most part, can go with the flow. But I'll I'll get those little triggers every once in a while where it's like, oh, are you going to be patient with this one? <laughs> I'm like, shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll try. No, that's that is. That's a tough one. That is a very tough one. And I've seen you grow a lot. Thank Since you. I first met you with that. I mean, you were the person who wouldn't even wait on hold for 30 seconds. No, I was really so, bad. Yeah. Super impatient. You, you've you grown a ton in that area. My favorite little um, thing to say would be I was not born with patience at all. Like, had zero. It wasn't my forte. But it is now. It doesn't really bother me now. I kind of just go with it. <laughs> but I know when I'm going to get tested. I can tell. It's like, oh, so you're teaching me patience again. Okay, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> Do you have any of those that come up? Do you know, like I said, I, I've just been a little bit irritable. I think I've been a, like a borderline asshole for the last week. <laughs> I, I'm keeping it at bay, but I can feel it like, you no, know, probably wouldn't take much to go there. Interesting. I have not seen that side of you. Yeah. Maybe you keep the asshole-ish part of you in your office. <laughs> <laughs> I must. Well, you've seen it. You've seen it occasionally. It's, uh, you know, it's ugly. But yeah, I think that it's one of those things that I recognize like, wait, I'm a little edgy. And so I try and temper it the other way. Well, it's the perfect time tonight to release all that no longer serves you and uh, give it back to spirit. You can burn it on a piece of paper. I wouldn't bury it because you're going to plant it in Mother Earth and it'll grow. So don't do that. Burn it. Definitely burn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's negative, it's, if it's positive intentions you want to start and have something new coming up, then you would bury it, right? Right. But you would want to do that on a new moon. But you could do that on a full moon. You could do both on a full moon. I like to do the intentions for the upcoming month. Anything I want to have grow um, on a new moon and get rid of anything that no longer serves me on a full moon. Got it. And that's some of your shamanic work, right? Yes. So let's talk about that. Tell me more about shamanic work. And if someone books shamanic work with you, what should they expect? And why should they book that? A lot of 
the shamanic work is learning how to work with elements, how to work with your spirit and the different powers of the elements, um, being able to tap into spirit. It's another way of talking to spirit, but using all of the elements to help you tap into them. So for example, you could go and set up in the mountains, you know, on the ground up against a tree and fill the earth and fill all the power all around you and help it center you and then be able to tap into the other side if you want to do that and get answers from spirit that way. The shamanic work also my clear negative energy or things that are attached to you, clipping cords where you're attached to someone else. Like if you've gone through a divorce and you don't want anything to do with your ex anymore, we'll want to we'll want to cut those cords. Um, we do clearings of homes and businesses and things like that too. So it just depends. It's kind of a wide variety of things, but mostly helping you tap into the elements and who you are. And you're really good at the shamanic stuff too, Brad. Well, and it sounds to me as you're explaining it, if somebody books that with you, it's more of like the ritual side of things. Yes. Is that accurate? Yes. And you know, we have to have rituals in our lives. I mean, we, we all brush our teeth, right? At least twice a day. We have to have rituals in our lives in order to have purpose in our spiritual practice. And so the shamanic work helps you find those rituals and be able to make sense of things. Gotcha. Okay. So how does that differ from a psychic medium reading? A psychic medium reading, I just have your loved ones come through. It can be friends. It can be family. It can be anyone that your ripple has touched, right? (laughs) So it could be anyone on the other side that has loving messages of healing and hope for you. And I give you those messages. No, it's kind of just a crapshoot as to who shows up, though, right? It's not like I can say, I want Johnny to come to my reading. You can say that, and I can ask, and sometimes they'll come through. Most times they will come through. Sometimes they won't. If they're busy, they can't come through. Other people will. The thing to remember is the spirits that show up are the ones that are supposed to be there for you, and the messages that you're supposed to get are the ones that you will be given. Spirit always knows what's best for you. Mm Mm-hmm and probably even more than you know for yourself. So what happens if I bring someone else to a reading with me? You take your chances on the reading being about the other person instead of you. So, I mean, it can be either way or it could be both of you. Having spirits come through for both of you. But I had, I've actually had a client who brought her brother in and I didn't know she was bringing a brother. She just said she wanted to bring a guest. I didn't know exactly who. And the whole entire reading was about him, everything, all the way down to me reading his energy. I'd never met him before, all the way down to um, the spirits that came through to speak to him. So kind of (laughs) crazy. I couldn't have planned that. Um, It's definitely not what I would have planned, but spirit knows best. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think that, (laughs) yeah, here I am for my reading, but I brought this person to watch so they can see what to expect. And then it's all theirs. You got to remember everything's energy. So what is get that? the messages that are supposed to come through. So tell, how does that, how does that fit in though? Tell me that when you say everything's energy and we're talking about a psychic medium reading where one person got a reading and the other person didn't help me understand how that phrase fits. Well, spirit is energy and we are energy. And if let's say you bring your mom in Brad and all the spirits that come in are messages for her. They don't have much to say to you. 
maybe one or two things, but most of the messages are for her. Maybe she's going through a crisis in her life, or maybe, you know, she is, she has some internal things that are going on, questions that she wants answered. And you don't have those kinds of things going on. She hasn't said anything to you, but spirit knows. So everything's, everything's energy. So what you're saying is specific energies will attract specific spirits. I don't know what you're saying. I don't understand what you're saying. Well, because you said it's it's all about energy, and then you started talking about how different energies, like you might be feeling this and she's not, or vice versa, and so maybe all the messages are for her. So does that mean that her specific energy level or vibration was attracting those specific spirits for her? No, it it's not anything to do with her vibration. Remember, spirit knows everything. They can hear you speaking out loud. They can hear you do everything throughout your life, even though they're doing their own thing. They can also kind of multitask and see what's going on with you. So let's say we'll use your mom. We'll pick on her again. (laughs) Let's say she's really grieving her dad and really missing her dad. And she comes into this reading just to watch you. And I know you were close to your grandma and grandpa, but she's really grieving her dad. So her dad's going to be like, hey, Bonnie. I'm right here and then start to talk to her because he wants to comfort her. Does that make sense? So spirit will always give the messages that are supposed to come through for the highest good. What I mean by everything is energy is spirit is energy and we are energy. So they just blend. And the more people you have in a room in a reading, the more spirits they're going to probably pop up. And I don't know who the reading is going to be for. It could be for everybody. It could be for one person. We don't know. That makes more sense to me when you say, yeah, the energies from everyone will blend together and then you have that ambiguity. Yeah. So thank you that for clarifying like that. You were so over my head there for a we, second. We took, we took the long way around, but we got there. <laughs> hey, it's late. <laughs> we still have to go do our ritual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've got the shamanic work, which is more of the rituals and uh, cleansing, clearing energies and spaces and um, letting them go forth in, you know, purity and goodness and, you know, whatever. Then we've got, hey, don't laugh at me. Whatever. And whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you've got your psychic medium stuff, which is... Uh, I love you. Thank I you. I just want to tell you, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> And then you've got the psychic medium You're readings, a right? Red there, baby. I know. Um, <laughs> which are essentially getting God, messages from spirit, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then you've got energy balance. Yes. What the hell is the energy balance and why would I need it? And I know we've talked about it a little bit before on different podcasts, but let's talk about that again. And then let's talk about why I would need one of these over another and how I would choose. Oh, those are really good points. So an energy balance is me going in and talking to your body with kinesiology and looking at So what is kinesiology? It's muscle testing. So I can test any one of the muscles in your body. I've got uh, 42 muscles that I can balance. And each muscle has a meridian that runs through it. So you've heard of chi before, right? Mm-hmm. Heard of yin and yang. I use acupressure to clear the energy fields. So not puncture. I don't use needles. I use acupressure to clear these energy fields so that that beautiful life force can run through your organs, through all your systems, and you can heal. Your body can heal itself. And then 
the other part of the energy balance. We go through and we clear your chakras and all of your light bodies. You have 18 chakras. Most people only talk about seven. You've got 18 and then... Wait a minute. Yeah, we only hear about seven. What? Where does this 18 come from? You have them clear above your head and clear into the ground. And then you have light bodies that come so, off of wait your Wait a body. minute, I'm still stuck on chakras. <laughs> don't don't okay. be plowing through this field yet. So explain to me about these other chakras. Like I said, we've heard about this, the seven. Where do we get these others from and what do they mean? They're different gateways to the etheric realms. So they're just higher chakras that they go clear up into the air, into the heavens. Let's say that you have some of those higher ones that are blocked off. It's going to stop you from getting information that you should be able to get naturally if that energy flow is going. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And what about the ones below? That will go into Mother Earth. So you have your link and your Earth star that goes clear down into Mother Earth. So it grounds you. It keeps your thoughts focused. It keeps you um, centered. Um, Really beautiful chakras. But we usually deal with just the seven. A lot of us just talk about the, the seven from your crown chakra to your root chakra. Yeah, okay. Thank you. That helps a little bit. I think mm-hmm. you're going to have to explain to me some more of that later. Let's talk about light bodies. What is that? You have seven light bodies that come out from your body. They're just a couple of inches from your body and then just project out. Is that like an aura? Um, an aura is the all-encompassing all of it. Okay, so the light bodies are what come out, the chakras are what come down from above down into the ground, and the aura is the whole package. Okay, and what is the light body? They are areas of light that are come out from you, in front of you, and around you. I mean, you have seven of them. So you've got closest to the body is the etheric body, then you have the emotional body, then you have the mental body, astral body, you've heard of astral projecting, right? Mm-hmm. That's your baby etheric template the celestial body and the kitheric template and if you have anything like a beaver dam out in those i find them and clear them all out so out of the 18 chakras and the seven light bodies i clear all of those out so that you feel squeaky clean and tingly (laughs) basically so is that something that would get clogged up basically because of traumas trauma emotional issues or um, an old belief system that is a lie which is essentially a trauma it can be a trauma but like if you're if you're born and I had a client a couple weeks ago it was it was down to DNA and it was three generations back on the grandfather's side and it was I feel weak and he's he's passed down weakness from one to the next so the energy of being weak um, can be passed down from generation to generation to generation so that my client that's laying on the table felt weak at certain ages. And as we heal that energy and move it out of the system, um, you heal the grandfather or the other side of that energy as well, which is really cool. So essentially when someone comes in then for the balance, you're clearing the energies, you're clearing the light bodies, you're clearing the chakras, And I know that you've had a lot of success helping people to process trauma, which I think is super cool and so useful for so many people. I mean, just think about, you know, we talk about law enforcement all the time. How cool would it be to get more officers on your table to go through some of this healing for the horrible things they've seen? Right. They see unspeakable things and no human should have to see the things or experience the things that officers do. You know, additionally, it's not just the light bodies and the chakras and the meridians 
that I work with, but I also do hydration balances, brain balances, eyes, ears, like everything, every system, there's a balance for it. Like literally we always say there's a balance for that. And um, we're going to have some shirts made that say there's a balance for that. Cause literally there is, there's thousands of balances. And we, I just talk to the body and find out exactly what it needs. And I love to set a goal for the client so that they, they feel empowered and they feel like they're the one driving their life. And it's really, really cool. It's cool to see their muscles release trauma. And it's, it's cool to see, you know, if someone's holding in their arms and their legs are, you know, more pigeon toed and stuff for their muscles just to feel safe and relax and release. And that emotion leaves the body and the body can stand straight and feel safe. And it's amazing to watch. It's a really cool thing. Awesome. Thank you, Nan. I really appreciate you clearing that up a little bit and giving people a little more idea of what to expect if they do book with you. And if you want to book with Nan, you can actually do that by clicking in the show notes. There's a link to her calendar and you can schedule with her directly from that link. You know, it's interesting when people decide to do a balance, um, it kind of pops them open spiritually. And that's just it. We need to be able to heal ourselves and we need to be able to show up spiritually so that we're not fooled because we can't count on politicians. We can't count on doctors. We can't count on a lot of things that we used to be able to count on. So we need to be able to count on ourselves. And the only way we can do that is by doing our own healing, by showing up for ourselves and being able to tap into that spiritual side of us, that gut instinct that tells us when something's right or something's wrong. We need to listen and it needs to be something that we practice like a ritual every single day so that we're in tune. I love it. Thank you, Nan. That is a great message to end on. Hey, you were going to pull a card, Brad. Murder of Crows. Come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. What the what do the listeners of the Mormon Medium Podcast need this week? On this full supermoon. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy because the card I drew has a giant moon on it. So this card... They're black and white, and we'll put a picture of it on the Mormon Medium Podcast Facebook page. Um, But this card is the Six of Swords, and in it there is a misty river. It looks like maybe it's the River Styx or some such. There's a boat that is carved like a crow with an old man with a pole pushing the boat across the water. And the interesting thing about this card is it really does go along with the full moon because it (laughs) is all about leaving behind those things that don't serve you. I love it. And (laughs) even though you might have been comfortable for a while, wherever you've been starts to feel like there's something more that's itchy. You know, you, you want to move forward and you might be afraid. You might be very afraid to move forward and take that next step. But the card this week says that things are going to be okay and that. that you can take that next step forward. You know, the amazing thing is when the universe shuts a door and wants to push you through another one and you're so afraid to do it, it's got like 10 more open that you get to choose from. And it's beautiful. I know it's scary. I've been there. We've done that, huh, Brad? Yeah. <laughs> but do it. Take that leap of faith, guys. You got this. You got this. And if the door shuts and no one else is in the house, it's probably a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Call us. (laughs) Right. Nan can take care of that as well. (laughs) 
McDonald's just come get scared with you. <laughs> Ghosts aren't scary. No, they're not scary. It's just fun. <laughs> it is. It is fun. Thanks for joining us this week and for taking your time to listen. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And we appreciate all of you who support the show by donating on the Buy Me a Coffee app. Thank you so much for helping support the show. It really does make a difference so that we can continue putting out content. If you guys have any questions or any ghost stories, please send them in to info at the Mormon Medium Podcast.com. And we will see you on the other side of the veil. <laughs>